Ladies and gentlemen, welcome on board of flight PLUM 09er flying directly to your favorite podcast platform. Today's episode contains some material and language that might not be suitable for everyone. Discretion is advised. Welcome to the Plum Forest Podcast, where we give you modernized versions of classical Chinese fables and short stories. Again, make sure to hit that like, subscribe, and even follow button. And if you're really, really, really feeling good, leave me a comment or a review, because it lets me know that you're listening, and I like that. And also, please make sure that you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at Plum Forest Pod, so you don't miss any of our updates. I hope everyone is doing all right, and to help you out, we got an absolutely amazing story for everyone today. This one is really good, actually, in my opinion, but that's just me. We get to go even more international than usual, so buckle up for a wild and crazy ride. The original of today's story is found in a collection of stories from Yuan Mei in the Qing Dynasty, who was considered one of the three great poets from the 18th century. This collection was called Zibu Yu or in English, what the master wouldn't say. Hoo-hoo-hoo, that is scandalous, I like that title. But the name of this story in particular is Guangdong Mao Ren Yi Ren Wei Er, uh, or in a direct and silly translation, the Cantonese furry person who uses people as food. Wait, what? Honestly, it actually doesn't mean furry person, but I just thought it was a great way to translate it. But now that we got that whole shebang out of the way, let's drive straight into today's story, The Bait. Ah, the lovely Pacific Northwest. The Pacific Northwest is a fantastic place. And if you're not quite sure where that is, it's the states of Oregon and Washington up in the Northwest near Canada. Some clowns say Idaho, but let's be real, it's not Idaho. And even some bigger clowns say Montana. (laughs) Food array. (laughs) But that's even more wrong than fucking Idaho. Well, I guess Idaho maybe, but whenever people talk about the Pacific Northwest, nobody thinks of Idaho or Montana. And if they do, They don't know how to look at a fucking map at all. Like, look at it. And I'll even go out there and say that British Columbia is the Pacific Northwest, but no way in hell is it Idaho or Montana. Either way, this area is known for three things. One, amazing craft beer. Like some of the world's best craft beer can be found in this area. Two, legal weed. Oregon and Washington are huge weed areas with quite a few people that partake in this substance. And it is funny, I read that Oregon has the best marijuana prices for quality in the world. Woohoo! Go Oregon! Way to go! Do it, buddy! And the third thing that this area is known for? They're known for beautiful forests and beautiful mountainous terrain. Like, Oregon and Washington have some of the best and prettiest mountains to be found in the world. And that probably is biased, but it's pretty true. And I mean, if you go to Reddit Earth Porn, at least 80% of the top submissions are from Oregon and Washington. Stats and Ball 
don't lie. Well, in this mountainous terrain, people do a lot of hunting for things that grow from the ground. Now, I know that sounds vague as all fuck, but hear me out, alright? One of the top places in the entire world to search for truffles is actually in the mountain range found in the Pacific Northwest. The Cascades, actually. And many people would often hunt for truffles in this area. One of the most infamous truffle hunters in the region was a man by the name of Herschel. Herschel was an older fellow who wasn't a big fan of the internet and usually tried to stay off the grid as much as he can. When people ask him why he chose to live this lifestyle, he always responds with the same saying. Three things about me. I live in a shack, I poop in an outhouse, and I eat what I kill. Let that grid go down, Lord, I don't need it. Ha, <laughs> that's a great way to be ready for the apocalypse, isn't it? Now Herschel was planning for a journey to go search for some truffles where he would camp out and hunt for truffles over about a three-day stretch. This is actually what he would usually do, and he was prepping for this week's trip. As he was looking at his calendar while preparing, he noticed that it would be a new moon on one of the days, and as his grandpa would always say, <laughs> Truffles are always the biggest on new moons. The light always scares them away, and all those big truffles will be easier to find in the dark. Now, I know, who knew if grandpa's sound wisdom was actually true? But because Herschel's grandpa was the one who taught him how to hunt truffles, he always followed his advice. So after gathering all of his things for the truffle hunt, he headed up to the beautiful Mount Hood and began hunting around some of the spots he heard from other truffle hunters that could have truffle gold. Herschel hiked into the woods and began hunting. And after not long at all, he found his first truffle. Oh hell yeah! This is gonna be a good hunt. Got one in the first four hours. He put the smaller sized truffle in his sack and continued on his journey. As the sun was beginning to set, he realized he needed to set up his sleeping arrangement so he set his pack down and began unrolling his sleeping bag and found a nice place to sleep for the night. He built a nice little campfire and ate some of the homemade granola that he brought with himself and even some nice deer jerky. That sounds kind of nice, actually. He soon fell asleep and started dreaming of all those truffles he would find on the next day. About halfway through the night, he woke up to a large hand around his waist picking him up. What the? What? What's going on? He soon noticed that he was in a giant's hand and the giant grabbed him and pulled him right in front of his face. This giant was over 20 feet tall and held Herschel in his hand like he was just a little grape. Are you awake? Shit, I am now. Why are you holding me like this? Oh, that's good. You're awake and I didn't kill you with my fist. I grabbed someone last week and I guess I grabbed them a little too hard. Wait, I'm not the first person you've grabbed? Of course not. Wait a minute, why you got a German accent? You know that giants travel and move places too. Well, 
That makes sense, actually. Well, can you help me? Help you? I'm stuck in your damn hand over here. What do you want from me? Use your little hands to help me scratch my back. I had this itch in the dead center of my back for weeks, and I cannot scratch it. Can you help me? I ain't got a choice here, do I? Nope. The giant threw Herschel over his shoulder, and he scratched the back of this giant. Oh, oh yeah. That's the spot. This giant's back was full of red fur, and it was as if Herschel was rubbing his hand through a Brillo pad. And after a few more of these wonderful scratches, he pulled him back in front of the giant and said to him, All right, Mr. Backscratcher, you're coming with me. Wait, where are we going? Are you gonna eat me? Oh, come on, I don't want to get eaten. I bet I taste super bitter and gross. I would not be good at all. I tell you what, I have this other buddy. He's fat. He would go great over a nice little fire, maybe with some wine. The giant didn't respond and continued to carry Herschel back to his cave. While they were on their journey back to the cave, Herschel kept asking him what he was going to do with him, but the giant didn't respond. When they arrived at the cave, there was already a fire going, and the giant set him down on a pelt near the fire and closed the cave with a large boulder. As Herschel looked around the cave, he noticed all sorts of animal pelts. The giant then stepped over to Herschel and said to him, Hey, Mr. Backscratcher, you should eat. You'll need some food. The giant tossed him some raw deer meat. So you're not going to eat me. You actually want to feed me? You just give me this old venison because you don't want it. This doesn't make sense at all. I thought giants eat normal people. Normalist relative, little man. Not all giants eat your type. Some do, but not me. You look hungry, and I haven't seen you eat anything since I grabbed you out of your campsite. Well, look at you. Quite the host you are. I'm glad you don't think I'd make a nice snack, but I got a problem. What is your problem now? Well, that deer meat you gave me, that that is deer meat, right? You're not giving me human flesh or nothing. Yeah, I think that's deer meat. The giant sniffed it. <laughs> yep, that's deer meat. So unlike you, I gotta cook my meat, because my digestive system, it ain't gonna do much with these microbes in here, and I'm gonna, ugh, make a mess of your cave, let me just say that. Microbes? Uh, let's see, uh, li little things inside of us that keep us safe. Oh, okay. So you need me to kill these, or how can we do it? You see that fire? We could put this meat near the fire to help cook it. That'd kill all those little things that would make me sick. The giant looked at Herschel, looked at the fire, and then grabbed the piece of meat and put them on a stone nearby the fire. Like this? That is perfect. Now I have to ask, do you have any sauces or spices? Like tapatio or lemon pepper or anything? Tapatio? Lemon pepper? Nah, I had to ask. Don't worry about it, though. The meat began cooking, and the giant was doing chores as Herschel tended to the meat. 
And after a little while, Herschel shouted out, Woo-wee, dinner's ready. The giant walked over and said to Herschel, That's for you. I already ate this morning before I found you. I bet you've never tried cooked meat before. Cooked meat? Can't say that I have. Well, shit. Here, try this. Herschel cut a piece of cooked meat off, and he handed it to the giant as he ate it like a tiny, tiny pea. The giant's eyes got huge as he tasted this cooked meat. This... this is... this is fucking amazing! How did you do this? Man, it's that fire. It cooks the meat. And plus, I'm a great chef, and it's just so much better cooked. This is amazing. What about... That that you were talking about earlier. That adds even more taste, but we don't have any of it. But maybe we can find some spices later on. How do you know this all? Are you trying to poison me? Well, of course not. You haven't eaten me and you've been nice to me. So I'm just trying to make a shitty situation better by adding some spices, because between the two of us, I don't see any naked chicks around here. The two of them finished their meal, and both of them went off to sleep. Now Herschel wasn't too scared because he had a gut feeling, but there was nothing he could do at this point, so he didn't really care. He just went to sleep on one of the pelts right there next to the fire, and actually he slept pretty well. He said it was a good night. The next morning, the giant woke him up at dawn. Let's go. We're gonna go out. Uh, Go out and do what? We're just going out. Just as he finished his sentence, the giant grabbed five arrows and his bow. Oh, hell no. Are you gonna shoot me? The giant did not respond. Hey, hello, hey, I'm talking to you. Are you gonna hunt me for sport? Again, the giant didn't respond. The giant grabbed him with his hand and threw him over his shoulder and headed out into the forest. After a short while, the giant set Herschel down by a tree trunk and began tying him up with some twine. Where's the sport in this? This doesn't make it a hunt at all. This is like one of those dumbass ponds where they let all the kids just scoop fish out of them. It's bullshit. The giant laughed at him and began walking away with his bow and arrows. God damn! This is how I go out? I really expected something gnarlier, but then again, being shot by arrows, huge giant tied to a tree, yeah... Could be worse, I guess. At least I didn't get COVID. Herschel stood tied to the tree for a little while, and off in the distance, he could hear a bear growl. Mr. Giant, uh, hello, Mr. Giant. There are bears out here. Can you untie me, or else I'm just going to be an easy meal for them? Not short after, multiple bear growls could be here getting closer and closer. And not long after that, 
Two bears could be seen coming closer, and one started to rush at Herschel. Just when the bear was in sniffing distance, the giant knocked his bow and shot the bear straight through the heart. Herschel peeked out of his eyes and saw this dead bear right in front of him, but he looked over to the left and the second bear was speeding right towards him again. The giant knocked another arrow and again sniped that some bitch like he was playing cod. Herschel let out a huge sigh of relief and probably even a little pee. I mean, come on, two bears are rushing towards you and some giant you met the night before snipes them with arrows? I'd piss myself easily, but hey, that's just me. I'm not a truffle hunter. The giant then walked over to Herschel. Why, hello there. Glad to see you again. Hey, next time, maybe tell me you're using me as bear bait. I mean, it is kind of the decent thing to do around here, isn't it? Well... I want them to smell your fear. You know, that fear is a very distinct smell that bears love. Try it next time you hunt. Oh yeah, sure, you know I love kidnapping people, not telling them they're bait, tying them to trees, all this shit. This is, this is everyday stuff for me, man. You don't have to tell me at all. Also, bears smell urine really quickly too. <laughs> the giant grabbed the two bears in one hand and untied Herschel with the other. He then tossed all of these over his shoulder, and once again, they began heading back to the cave. On the way back, Herschel got a little bored and said to the giant, Hey, hey giant, you want to hear a joke? Of course, I love jokes. Knock, knock. Who's there? Put me the fuck down. Put me the fuck down who? Swing and a miss. That's not a joke, man. I'm telling you to put me down right now. Not gonna happen. That was a horrible joke, by the way. Yeah, well, just call me Dane Cook. Anyway, how about this one? Why does Helen Keller use one hand to masturbate? Why? She has to use the other one to moan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was fucking hilarious. Haven't heard that one before. Well, I am glad you liked it. That means you're gonna put me down now, right? Nah, don't think so. Shit, I had to try. The two of them headed back on their journey with these bears and eventually got back to the cave. When they got back to the cave, the giant started another fire and they proceeded to prepare these bears and cook them. No spices, unfortunately. The two of them gorged and continued telling jokes to each other as they ate. Over the next few weeks, the two of them would hunt together and then return to enjoy a feast. The giant even started to learn how to add some simple spices to his meat, which made it better for not only Herschel, but also the giant. The two of them actually became pretty good friends, and after one hunt, Herschel said to the giant, Hey, uh, there, Mr. Giant, uh, can I talk to you about something real quick? Well, of course, Mr. Backscratcher. What's going on? It's just, I really miss my shack and, you know, my life before you kidnap me. It's great to be here with you and all, and 
Your cooking skills have gotten so much better, it's almost edible now, but, uh... Well, thank you. I had a great teacher. Ha ha ha, yeah, just call me Emerald. But seriously, you think I might be able to head home? I, I really miss it, and this life is great for a giant who can move huge boulders and eat bears in two bites and tie people to trees till they piss themselves, but if you haven't noticed, I'm, I'm not a giant, and I really miss my home and my life. You know, usually I would just kill you and eat you, but you've been really nice and a great person to have around. Yeah, let's go back tomorrow morning as there's a storm coming tonight. Alright there, Doppler, how do you know there's a storm coming? My nipples are rock hard, and that means a storm is coming. The giant pulled apart his chest fur and showed Herschel his nipples. Well shit, giant, you didn't tell me we were getting sexy up in here. You could cut diamonds with those bad boys. Yeah, I know. So tomorrow I'll escort you back to the main road. But can you try and not tell anyone about me? I like being up here by myself, and I just don't want anyone coming to bother me. Hey, you got it. I might even come up and say hi every once in a while. I'd love that. But be sure to get more jokes. Those are hilarious. I'll keep note of any good jokes I hear and be sure to tell them to you when I visit. That's awesome. Now let's eat. And what is this thing you added to it? That's garlic. It goes good on everything. Just ask the Chinese or the Italians or the Mexicans or... Garlic? I'll remember that. Tomorrow morning we'll head back. The next morning, Herschel and the giant headed out to the nearby road, and they said their goodbyes. Herschel would return every once in a while with some spices and even tapatio for the giant, and they actually became really good hunting buddies and would share secrets with each other for stuff they found. And the giant even started hunting truffles for Herschel, and they would trade spices for truffles, but only the good ones, of course. was a silly story, but I really did love how the two of them became good friends in the end. It really is good to see that in a shitty situation, Herschel was able to find a positive outcome in it. I think that's a great way to deal with your life. Like I was always told that you can find a silver lining in every situation. And for Herschel, he did that all too well in this story. Maybe we should all start looking at our lives like this, but who am I to tell you this? I'm not your therapist, I'm not your doctor. I'm just some dude on the internet that is telling you a bad-ass story. And I had a blast writing this story because I got to make that silly German giant voice. And when I was looking for voices, it was wild. But at the same time, it was kind of fun to hear a whole bunch of people. Either way, if you got any of those wild and crazy questions, head on over to our subreddit and ask them. Maybe someone, probably and most likely myself, will give you an answer. So go check that out. Today, we had three people do an absolute amazing job with the voices. Thanks so much for that, guys. Herschel was done by the amazing Ben from the Drinks with Josh podcast. He's actually done a few voices for us like this one right here. Logan, how you been? Haven't seen you guys in a while. Still selling those bitchin' necklaces? Yep, that's the same dude. 
Super great dude, and his show is hilarious with him and his buddy Josh talking about drinks and what's up Josh, how you doing bud? The Giants voice was done by a great, great, great person named Tim from Switzerland. I actually met Tim through the Reddit Random Acts of Cards. I sent him a postcard one time and he listened to my stories and he loved them. So we were talking a little bit and I asked him if he'd want to do this voice. He did a great job. And he also makes some videos too, so be sure to check out those links. And lastly, the voice of the grandpa giving his sage advice with truffles was done by Jeremy Long. She has a great podcast called Penny Tolerable, and you should check her workout and listen to their great show. All of these lovely people helped me out more than you can imagine. So, all you lovely listeners know what to do, and go give them all some love. Their links can be found on this episode's page or on our website at plumforestpodcast.com. Like every other episode, make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at PlumForestPod so you don't miss any updates or announcements. Make sure to check out our merch page and you can still get those awesome free stickers there, which we've been sending out a lot, so hope people are enjoying them. Next week, we got a great new episode about donkeys in the snow. Does that even make sense? Not really, actually, the more I look at it. And even though I wrote the story, I'm so baffled by what the fuck does that even mean? It's going to be a wild one that will keep you listening, so make sure you check it out. But until we meet again, take care and stay safe, everyone. You just listened to a Where's Kellen production. Nailed it.